Today's show is brought to you by Jubilee Old Gym, Covent Garden. Need an effective workout using state-of-the-art equipment in the earth of London West End? Then visit Jubilee Old Gym on the corner of Covent Garden, where you can also check out the gym sauna, as well as all Osprey fitness classes. Join online for £53 a month, and there is no need for a minimum term contract when joining. Or you can use a gym on a day-pass basis. Find out more at jubileoldgym.co.uk or telephone 020-783-640-07 to work out at Jubilee Old Gym, Covent Garden. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Two Guys on Fitness podcast, coming to you all the way from London, England, from Jubilee Hall Gym in the heart of Heaving, Covent Garden, and I'm here with my good personal trainer buddy and fellow podcast regular Julian Bertharat. Hello Julian, how are you doing? We're back at the gym. It's uh, very busy today. Uh, funny enough, last month on the podcast we said we would step off, but because we're doing an exercise episode this month, we've stepped back on back at the gym, uh, which is very hectic today. How are you Julian Bertharat? I'm good. It's uh, a nice part of the year, as I like to say. And it's, um, yeah, the gym is busy at the moment, which is good. Yeah, people think like, uh, yeah, it's always a good time of the year, business-wise as well, uh, you know, because people feel like give it a go to the gym and the sun is out. Yeah, it's kind of um, the core of the year in my business. Yes, absolutely. It is the core of the year for Julian's business, which, uh, despite appearances, is not being a professional French guy. It's being a personal trainer. Okay, so uh, what are we doing uh, this month on the podcast? Actually, I should tell you, if you're new to the show, uh, and if you are welcome, uh, what the podcast is about. On Two Guys on Fitness, every month we look at fitness, training, diet, and a healthy lifestyle, and how to achieve something positive in those directions. With my good friend here, Julian Berthrad, who I've just introduced, I feel, and with a variety of guests, and we also do exercises as well and that's what we're doing this month isn't it Julian we're going to be doing uh, some exercises in the podcast so what are we doing uh, yeah we are doing um, it's a big back uh, combo so it's all about the back and uh, back in my own experience uh, it's not my best part you know when I when I discovered the gym it was all about the squat and the legs uh, workout for me as a rugbyman But now I discovered the chairs, back, and the rest workout uh, interesting. And uh, I would say the back workout, from my point of view, is slightly more technical because you can't really see those muscles in the mirror, but you can feel them. It's always hard to target something uh, that you have in your back. But technically, it's very interesting. It is very interesting, and... I like to actually exercise my back, though sometimes I get my techniques a little bit wrong, Julian, and I get a sore back, which is the truth of the matter, particularly around the lower region of my back. So we're going to be doing a back combo, as my good professional friend here, Julian Berthorat, just said. And what are the actual four exercises we're going to be doing as part of that combo? The four that we're going to do for this big back combo are the seated one arm lat pull down, the one arm dumbbell row, the seated row, and the front pull down. 
Very good. And for those listeners who are new to this sort of thing, what's going to be happening is Junior's going to do the exercises and we're going to put a video out of him doing those exercises on the website, which you can check out alongside this episode of the podcast. And Julian is also going to talk through the techniques for that combo, uh, which you can listen to on this episode so that'll be a fascinating uh, listen uh, if you're not watching the video and then we'll have a quick chat about it afterwards because we do like to have a quick chat about what we do do we not julian yes very good so let's get started this is one of julian's combos here we go seated one arm lat pull them it's a nice uh, variation here with this one. We all know the front pull down. We'll do it that, that one later. But right now, let's think about the seated one arm um, lat pull. So use an handle grip on this one. Get into the machine, um, lean back uh, slightly, and then pull uh, the handle grip towards your chest. Move your shoulder back and all the position. You should feel your lats. It's a nice stretch as well on the way up. And uh, yeah, I like this exercise. Uh, make sure you don't, uh, you go progressively with the weight. Oh, you could say that about any sort of exercise, but just be careful with this one. You don't want to overextend your shoulder. Uh, yeah, the one arm dumbbell roll, so you go on a bench. Um, you put a knee on your bench, on this bench, and then you have a dumbbell. Not too heavy to start otherwise. Uh, bend over a little bit and start with your hands, with your arms straight, and you bring this dumbbell towards your chest. Slow motion, and like any other exercise you might do on the gym floor, make sure you hold up the position to basically isolate the momentum. Okay, it's always important. So the seated row, uh, it's a nice one, easy one. Um, yeah. Basically, stretch your legs a little bit, keep your torso and back straight. Do not overextend your shoulders and uh, basically bring, pull this towards your sternum. Squeeze your shoulder blade in, like if you had a tennis ball between your shoulder blade, you want to squeeze in. All the position and slight slow release uh, without extend, overextending your arms. Then you bring back, you do the same. Yeah, make sure you go and reach those shoulder blades. Okay, that's important to squeeze them. Don't skip that. And then the front pull down. Okay, classic of uh, one of the back workout exercise. So seated, bring the pulley towards your sternum. Move your shoulders back a little bit. Squeeze your shoulder blades in in order to target your lats. Okay, that's important. Uh, do not put too much weight because the target is to feel your lats. If you don't, you will miss your muscle. All overall, in every exercise, but it's very true for your back, just remember that uh, you are on a gym floor uh, to isolate a muscle. So make sure you get that right uh, before you do any of these exercises. Otherwise, you put too much weight, you miss the point, and the workout is less efficient than it could be. That's all. So that's Julian there, uh, working out on the gym floor, doing a four-part combo for his back. Now, I've got a couple of questions, Julian. So just to go through these, do you 
need gym equipment to be able to effectively exercise your back? Yeah, it's one of these things when you do outdoor, it's not that easy because uh, you can find some outdoor gym, you know, like a, a bar and you just pull up yourself on a, uh, through the bar. But it's, uh, yeah, it's not that easy things to do uh, to walk out your back uh, outside. So yeah, you need equipment. Uh, and you will see that uh, we use mainly, there's a, a couple of dumbbells sometimes. Uh, we can use like a pulley uh, exercise cable. And uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty much it. And what are the risks of exercising your back that people should be aware of if they don't do it regularly? What are the things to avoid and to look out for? Well, often uh, I say to people that to reach your back, those muscles are pretty much hidden, obviously. (laughs) So out of your sight and uh, uh, you have to make sure you do uh, your back exercise at 100%. So, uh, for example, for the seated row, uh, a lot of people stop before actually engaging fully their back, so they're gonna full, they're gonna they're gonna feel their biceps uh, and not so much their back. So, uh, yeah, you have to be uh, precise when you do your back, and uh, yeah, not too much weight at the beginning, and uh, go for like long set, lightweight. But uh, yeah, it's a nice part of the body to work. I usually do my back and core together because it does work together. And how many days a week? If you do like a day off, day on routine, for example, how many days a week should you exercise your back if you want to see your back become, let's just get to the last page here, bigger and more noticeable? Well, you can work your back twice, but uh, let's say one session is specific back, dominant back, so it's all about back, back exercise, that's it, and some core exercise. And then another time when you do again your back, you can just mix it with the opposite muscle, which is chest, uh, to make things a bit less boring. Uh, yeah, I would say yeah, two times is good, I think. And how long should you spend exercising your back? Now, I would say half an hour should be, uh, should be done, you know. Uh, and anyway, I think like um, you can add some uh, chest exercise, such as push-ups or stuff like that during your back workout because it does sort of work together. But if I wear you, I will target back and add some uh, abs or core exercise in between the, the sets. It really work well, abs and, uh, and back. And last but not least, what's better for exercising your back? Is it resistance machines or is it free weights? Which is better in your experience? Well, the answer is always in between. It's a mix, but uh, it's good to do one free weights here or there for any body part to challenge yourself more. And uh, yeah, that, at least that's how I see it. It is indeed how he sees it. And if you watch the video of Julian working his back, it will also be how you see it as well. So uh, check out the combo. And if you've got any questions about what Julian is doing, drop us a line or drop him a line via his website. JulianBertoire.com Because he loves it when people get in touch. Interested in popular culture, movies, music and politics? Then check out ageofdivision.com to read reviews, retrospectives and commentary on the current crazy world we live in. Ageofdivision.com, where popular culture meets the world we live in. 
Also every month on the podcast, as regular listeners will be aware, we take a look at the questions and comments that come into us from our listeners via our social media, which is our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Twitter, or through our website, twoguysonfitness.com, or through his website, julienbertorat.com. And we take out the two most interesting questions or comments, and then we have a little chat about them, I do believe, Julian, do we not? Absolutely. So let's dive in. And I am first up this month with the first question, which has come in to us. Let me have a little look here, actually. And the first question this month comes from LJ, who does not say where he is from, or indeed anything else about him. Uh, now, I'm assuming this is a him, though it could be a woman, uh, to be honest, because this did come through our website, and it is a question for Julian as follows. What do you think is the best age to start playing rugby, and what's the best way to get started? Now, for those of you who uh, are unaware of why that might be for Julian, it's because my good personal trainer friend here is also a rugby player. Uh, so, Julian, what's the best age to start playing rugby and the best way to get started if you have no experience? Uh, well, it's, uh, well, it's always a bit like, I would say, the earlier the better. But now if people can start like at anybody, I would say it's kind of tough to get uh, started when you're above 30 obviously because it's a contact sport and uh, you know it depends what is your physical uh, level but um, uh, I discovered recently that there's a, a tag rugby which is like a look seems like a touch rugby which is a very good way to start without contact uh, now, if you're a younger person, uh, yeah, I started personally when I was six, so it was a year uh, before the legal age, but I was apparently uh, physically ready to do it. So uh, the earlier, the better. Uh, but I know many friends who, who start when uh, they were 14, 15, which is a good age as well. And uh, I know in England, people seems to try different sports all their, during their college year. In France, it's a bit less true. We got sport at school, but we don't. We pick up a sport like football, rugby, or handball, or, and generally we don't change too much. We, we stick to it. So have you ever played rugby, Alan? No, I haven't. It's not really my caboodle, I would say. It's not that I'm, uh, you know, averse to contact sports. Uh, I did kickboxing for years, which I absolutely loved. Uh, but it's just something that never really came to me. But is rugby a good game for children, I guess, is one of the questions, because it's a contact sport. There's a certain amount of controversy around injuries in the game. As a responsible parent, is it a good uh, game to introduce young children to, uh, to start them off on their career? Yeah, because when you're a kid, you learn the team sport, team spirit. Rugby is excellent. In France, they used to call this uh, the school for life. You know, it's uh, I did learn uh, a lot of good value in that sport, and I and I can say I can these day I still when I do my job uh, carry this value because they are you know uh, excellent and all around and uh, yeah and my best friend some of my best friends are from the rugby team I'm the godfather of some of their kids so you know yeah, it's a fantastic sport uh, great value human value so I hope that's useful for you LJ 
and uh, if you do want to get involved in rugby or perhaps your children want to get involved that it all works out for you okay Julian you've got the next question uh, I do believe and uh, what is it Next, we have a question which I was asking Jim Floor, but I wanted to share it because it's topical and interesting. And this young guy asked me, would you ever take steroid to get mass? Now, this is a uh, interesting topic. Uh, in the previous episode where we interviewed the rather fantastic Olivia Trump, Uh, about her upcoming uh, fitness competition. There was a certain amount of conversation between yourself, Julian, and Olivia about um, bodybuilding and diet and the uh, requirements to actually take that part of fitness seriously. So, steroids. Uh, what do you think on this in no way controversial subject, Julian? Well... Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's a very taboo question, you know, this is, uh, it's very, uh, people don't confess, you know, easily about that, and uh, they are always a bit like uh, nobody wants to talk about it, there is a strong statistic that says that seven people out of ten who go to the gym are likely to have tried uh, steroid. It's a huge number, seven out of ten people, you know. So I, the thing is, you don't want to get judgmental. Yeah? People do what they, whatever they want to do. Uh, it's just like, like anything in life. When you try something, just make sure you get all the information uh, from it because there is different sort of uh, steroid, I believe. And some of them are stronger than others. Some of them can be taken by pills, I think. You got uh, the one who can be injected. So all this, you know, sounds a little bit like heavy, you know. And uh, yeah, I never really get there. The only moment in my life I was thinking or asking uh, information about it was when I was in my early 20. And uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I think if I remember why I did ask, if I was a bit uh, uh, have a little lack of confidence, I would say. And so it's, we all have different story about uh, regarding this uh, sort of project, but it's very personal. Uh, all I can say is uh, I don't want to get to say don't do it ever. I mean, if you do it, make sure you get the right information. That's all, really. Yes, I had a, I had a friend who um, took a course of, is it a course or a cycle or whatever of steroids, uh, and he also doubled up on his training and he kind of blew up, uh, he became very big. Uh, and when I asked him after he stopped it and he became more athletic and I said, oh, what was it like sort of thing? And uh, his advice was, oh, you know, it's a very punishing regime. Uh, and also uh, his genitals shrunk, uh, which he wasn't particularly happy about. So a uh, mysterious young guy on the gym floor who spoke to Julian, I hope that's a helpful answer for you. And for everybody else listening out there in podcast land, if you want to get in touch, feel free to go through our social media channels that I mentioned earlier, or through our websites that we also mentioned earlier, because we absolutely love it when you get in touch. 
So there you go, Julian. So how do you feel after doing that back combo? I'm feeling tired, obviously, and um, it's uh, it takes a, a lot out of your arms as well because obviously to target your back you need to pull something, and you use your biceps quite a lot and your forearms. So uh, yeah, what about you? Well, I was just watching you, so uh, I feel absolutely fine. Everybody, you'll be pleased to hear. And remember, if you want to watch the video of Julian uh, working his back and uh, his biceps, as he said just now. Check out the video on our website or our social media or indeed on Julian's website uh, to see Julian actually going through the motions of the four-part combo. And if you have any questions about that or you want to see any of the other combos, get in touch. Julian loves answering questions from people. So until next time, Julian, I think it's time for us to say goodbye from Jubilee Hall Gym in Covent Garden, London on this beautiful summer's day. Goodbye, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to us uh, talking away here from the gym. And whatever you choose to do in the coming month, remember to... Enjoy your workout.